When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. KBJ. All right, well, it's time for you to think, dog. Think fast, think fast. If you don't come in first, you might as well be last. Think fast. Okay, here we go. Round of think fast. Got to use your noggins here. Who can come up with a sensible answer the fastest? We got Virginia, Jaybird, and Denny's all competing here today. Okay, here we go. First up, it is a four-letter word starting with the letter F. Fork. Uh, I mean, it's just... That, you can't fire on that one. Ralston, he knows what he's doing. Virginia was right on, though. She got the assignment. Oh, wow. <laughs> that should scare you. Her saying a four-letter F word? I know, right? <laughs> You're asking Terrifying. Strike fear. <laughs> it strikes fear in me. Okay, how about this? Um, something hard... That starts with the letter M. Marky Mark. <laughs> He's hard. <laughs> Body's hard. Muscles. Yeah, you could argue. He's, he's hard, yeah. Wow, that took a long time to get that. I thought we get marble or math or something, uh, but we get Marky Mark. Oh, yeah. You have morons. Morons. <laughs> We're hard to work with. Also starting with the letter M. Okay, how about this? Something you have in your pants that starts with the letter P. Pubic hair. Pubic hair. Okay. <laughs> I guess I get that. You're right. Yeah. Time to trim, fuzzy. Even when you trim, there's still a little... It's still there. Yeah, there's a little pH. Okay. Jaybird has got two. Virginia's got one. Denny's yet to oh, get on the board. Wow. Yeah, two. <laughs> How about this? A comedian starting with the letter K. Kevin Nealon. Okay. My brain blew. Yeah, mine too. I was wow. trying to think of a last name. Oof, that was Oof. rough. Wow. What's that score? Cool. It's Jaybird 3 to 1. It's about over. Dang. Oh. Someone came alive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how about this? A movie theater candy that starts with the letter S. Skittles. Oh. oh you can't let the witch back in. Yeah. This is there. Uh, oh, she can get back I too. Know. Don't you dare build Buckner this okay, thing. Okay, Denny's has been eliminated. <laughs> Denny's is out. It's three to two. Jaybird with the win. If he gets this one correct, type of diet that starts with the letter K. Keto. Seuss was Virginia first. He's saying yes. What? <laughs> oh no, it's tied up. He got that young ear. He He's heard tied me. at three he heard me. Does that mean wrong? He heard me. Oh, that. Go back to the tape on that. Louder is not faster. But I was faster and louder. <laughs> oh, man. That is. I don't love that. Oh. Okay. Final one here. Tied at three apiece. Oh, good gosh. <laughs> How did we get here? 
can't let her back in. <laughs> Think fast. A little curveball here for you. Something uh, different uh, than what I normally throw you. Great. But you still have to think fast to get this answer. What time is it right now in California? 6.15. Virginia got it in the oh. oh, man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> What a comeback it was. I had to do math. It was so hard. Uh, and Bert thought he was going to taste victory today. Uh, Don't call it a comeback. Instead, he gets another L. Hey, man, Denny's. I can't believe it. Uh, oh, Denny's. Man. I'm beside myself. Yeah, that <laughs> suits wow. over there. Wow. Where are my take... birdies at? Kakwa. Wow. No, you can't take that. <laughs> you can't take my sprays. Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> my KVJ show. So you think this is a legitimate... Valid pet peeve when somebody is driving under the speed limit of the fast lane. 93% of people would agree with you. That, in fact, was the highest testing pet peeve that uh, people had. People do not like when people do that. It's so valid. Mm -hmm. It's so annoying. And I just think some people were never taught that the left lane is the fast lane for passing. And a lot of times you'll drive by and, and the person is just oblivious and they have no idea that they're clogging up the traffic. No one ever told them that. No. I, you just, I've met adults that didn't know that. It's amazing how you don't know. You'll see that all up and down I-95 and clearly everybody is zipping around you to your right. Doesn't a light go off to say, hey, you know what? Maybe this is where fast drivers drive and I should get my butt over i just think that some people don't realize the flow and it's set up that way and if no one taught you if your mama didn't teach you and she taught you to drive and then you took the driver's test and maybe you missed that one like how would you know thank god my mom didn't teach me how to drive she never drove a day in her life (laughs) (laughs) you tried to teach her how to drive she went to the urn not ever known how to drive i try to get her to drive she she said i don't want to drive my grandma's the same way never drove a day in her life. The, the one that's 99? Yeah. She never wanted to drive. Never wanted you, to drive. I think you said this five different times on the air, and every single time I'm surprised and shocked. Homegirl walked everywhere. She would walk to the grocery, walk to the bank, walk to appointments, walk to the doctor's office. Like, that's why she's in such great shape. I mean, she walked to live. Well, driving kills when you think about it. I think driving makes us soft. It does. Make- if you have to walk every day and that's how you survive and then you have to walk back home with your groceries, like, that made old girl hard. You live longer, but you have to walk home with your groceries. So is it really worth it? And you got to cross 45th Street. And <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty dangerous. <laughs> Crossing 45th Street with two bags of groceries is very anxiety ridden. It's a challenge. What about this? Is this a valid pet peeve? You want to turn right on Reddit, but the person in front of you is waiting to go straight. Yeah, it happens, but you can't be mad. Nothing you can do. It does suck, yeah. but yeah. there are times it does happen, and you don't re- you don't mean for it to happen. I try to be aware of it, because as we go home, there's that situation where there's a lane to go straight and a lane that will still take you straight, but will also go right. I always make sure that I am in the one going straight, because I'm going straight. 
Because, yeah, that is pretty annoying when there is a lane that is wide open for them to go straight, but for some reason they've parked their butt in the one that goes right. And a lot of times, too, people aren't as used to that roadway as you are, Yeah, unfamiliar with it and Mm -hmm. how they should be navigating it to be the most considerate. You can't expect somebody who's new to that road to know that. That's why it's more forgivable. Only 55% of people polled said that, yeah, that's uh, a valid pet peeve. At the person that uh, should be turning right, but uh, they're not. They're going straight. Man, I, but it's all true, though. The, the, it brings out the monster in some people driving. If some if somebody cuts them off or they do something to cause them to they break a little bit. I've seen people go from zero to 100 <laughs> and call the person every name in the book. And all they did was really just make a human mistake. Yeah. It's really kind of... Quite the thing. <laughs> How do you feel about this one? Is this a valid pet peeve? When two motorcycles take up two full-size parking spots. No. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad either because it's different. They, they need more space to navigate. They got to get off the bike, fling their leg around. Like It's fine. Give them a whole space. What okay. I don't like is when you are stuck in a traffic jam and Motorcycle Mike comes through the middle and he cheats because his, his mm. bike can go through the traffic illegally. The, so often they use that separating lane. Now, uh, some places have the express lane and they got the poles up there now and that's what they're trying to do. But in other places of I-95, there are no poles up and they motorcycles think that that is their own lane when there's traffic jams and that happened the other day some guy was just like hitting his horn being, meep, 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 and he was driving up through it and was yeah like, no uh, yeah uh, it's kind of annoying motorcycle mike is annoying yeah 69 percent of people think it is a valid peeve to be upset with two full-sized motorcycles taking up two parking spots so what about when you're in a parking lot and you see somebody who puts their shopping cart next to the car return, but not in it. Oh man! Is that a valid peeve? I always try to bring the shopping cart now. <laughs> Ever since we had that big segment about getting shamed. Oh yeah! Always got to bring them in now. Yeah. But I will say this though: not every parking lot's created equal. They're getting better. There's some parking lots that mm-hmm. expect you to bring the shopping cart, but they only have one section to bring it to and it's on the other side of the parking and lot. And some parking lots don't have a cart return in the lot. You have to go all the way back into the store with it. The problem for me is I've got Rocco and all my groceries that are now in the car. Rocco will have a meltdown if I try to go take the cart back and he's in the car. He does not want to be left alone in the car. It's a whole thing. I'm only finding that the most grocery stores do have a shopping cart thingy where you can bring it back to the liquor stores you got to bring back your cart you got to make sure you bring that they don't have them in the yeah, liquor you store. went big if you're using a cart at the liquor store <laughs> sometimes you got to entertain the voices in your head look handles are heavy <laughs> they are you saw i dropped one of them before it's devastating you've dropped more than one you're right 82 percent of people think it's a valid pet peeve to be upset with the person that does not return their cart properly. Look, Virginia, you're you're a dinosaur in the in the shopping cart game. I hear you, but you know what? I'm a dinosaur in a few games. Phase me not. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> what about this? When there's only one self checkout lane open at the grocery store in the middle of the day, is that a valid complaint? 
you're kind of upset that you're like, okay, can we get somebody up here? They say, say that again. I'm slow today. There's only <laughs> today slower today. There's only one non self checkout lane open at the grocery store. It's the middle of the day, and you want to check out, and there's only one cashier that is working, and. You can see there's 15 people in that line. You're like, oh. well, why don't they open up another lane? Yeah, that 15 is, people is insanity. That is annoying, especially on days where you know it's going to be a busy day. And I get it. Sometimes things get understaffed, but as the customer, you're annoyed. Yeah. When you see only one person. 80% of people say that that is a valid complaint to be upset with that. Um, what about when somebody in front of you at a Starbucks has a high maintenance order that takes forever? Is that a valid complaint? I mean, that's just life. That happened to me over the weekend. We were trying to get Starbucks in Orlando because the kids wanted it. And the people in front of me were so complicated. And the people that were working there were so uninformed how to make a drink. They were all asking each other, what do you put in this? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? The guy working the register was like, I don't even know how to log in. Like, he couldn't figure oh, it out. Like, it was just took forever i don't think you should ever get mad but no if you're, you're asking the question does it in 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 your in your soul does it make yeah. you annoyed yeah that's that's annoying but keep it in your soul i mean you have no right to verbalize it like everybody there is just doing the best they can i mean i, I remember going to Publix, and there was seven guys i could tell they're all together and i'm going i don't think they're going to the deli and they 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 kind of cut me. Seven guys together are always going to the deli. And they, they kind of cut me to get to the deli. Yeah. And I didn't make a thing about it. Go, maybe they're going to go get some chicken or something. Nah. They all And I had to wait for all seven guys. And internally, I was just like, oh. No. I was cursing me. I yeah. was so Seven subs? I had to wait through seven That's subs. That's 35 minutes. It was, it was so long. <laughs> and I was... <laughs> My soul is steaming for I can I can relate to that. Seventy six percent of people say they are annoyed at the person at the Starbucks with the high maintenance order that takes forever. Yeah. Couple of uh, technological things. Are you annoyed when you're watching TV and the audio and the video are even a millisecond off? Oh, it drives me crazy. I mean, that always happens, especially on my Netflix. I don't know why. On your it's, Netflix, yes. I'll turn it off and restart it. I if know that a lot happens. of times I will, but it's crazy. I'm like, how does this keep happening? There's no way I could sit through that. That's tough. It's tough. 89% say that is a valid pet peeve. And what about the spinning wheel of death when you get it on your computer when something is loading? Kevin, again, that can bring <laughs> out the monster in the driver. <laughs> I was surprised by this because I hate the spinning wheel of death. Only 55% say it's a valid pet peeve. The other 45% think you just need to work on being more patient. Well, aren't they just so enlightened? Right. I mean, do you have deadlines? <laughs> Come exactly. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> People that they don't have a deadline. Right. Yeah, okay. I don't mind. I don't Speed, have to work. Be with, with, with one. Be patient. <laughs> be peaceful. We got deadlines over here. That's right. We got deadlines. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So the term Netflix and chill that you have for hooking up while watching something on the Netflix platform, how is that going to age in a hundred years, will it even be something if you said that to somebody in the future? Would they be like, uh, what are they talking about? It's almost kind of dying down now a little bit. It almost sounds it dated. Is. Yeah. It's definitely pa- not something that uh, the kids are saying. But our parents, and I'm talking about <laughs> the parents in this room right here, when they start saying it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's jumped a shark. It's yeah. that old, y'all. So just uh, imagine how some of these phrases would sound and maybe they aged out pretty quick as well if we went back to the 1800s what are their versions of netflix and chill three options here one of these basically means getting it on is it wheel spoking basket making or butter churning and you both think it is butter churning. Well, we know a lot about butter. Okay. Churn. We know about the apparatus used to churn butter. Yeah. And if you know what that thing looks like, yeah, you can deduct. It's kind of like twerking little, in a way. A little sexy. It's yeah. phallic. It's phallic. It's very sexy. The phrase that actually used to mean Netflix and chill in the 1800s was basket making. What? That's what they would say. It's a little <sighs> basket making. Maybe because everybody's privates were shaped like a basket. It was just so wild and crazy. Wooden? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know they had some sticks. Maybe that. that's where wood came from. I mean, I can only imagine the 1800s crotch oh, yeah. was something oh. not, Oof. not desirable. Stanky. Yeah. They didn't have the medicines that we have today. Oh, man. Yeah. I think a lot changed when... Bathing became quite, quite prevalent. We could maybe delve into that in the. You think maybe the numbers went up? I just think things. Like, oh my gosh, it's not repulsive anymore. I think just certain things started happening. Yeah. More. I'm trying to dance. Uh, let's save it for the podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just we started exploring. More. He danced right out of it. When it comes to basket making, the phrase stems from the method of weaving children's stockings, and if you were doing that. It meant that you were trying to have children. So if you said, let's do some basket making, that's why you would be doing it. Okay, so which one of these terms actually meant the 1800s version of Netflix and chill? Is it bread and butter, oats and barley, or beef and pork? Oh, beef and pork. Beef and pork. Bread and butter. We're going to beef and pork tonight. Okay, one of you is correct. It is Virginia. Bread and butter, because it referred to bread and butter being on top of each other, and they loved mish back in the day. They did love that. Yeah. We've, we've grown out of that a little bit. We've, again, explored. <laughs> the bread, I like that, though. The, bre- the bread, the and, bread butter. and butter. Yeah. yeah. You're a little bread and butter, aren't you? That is old-timey dirty talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about this slang term for sex from the 1800s? 
Is it bark, brush, or bucket? I want Which to... one would say, yeah, okay. Oh, we're going to bucket tonight. We're hooked up. Let's bark it out. What's the other one? Bucket. Brush. I'm going to brush you. Oh. Bucket, brush, or bark. Which one of those three was actually a slang term? I'm going bark. I'm going to go brush because of. Yeah? Because yeah. of. Uh, because of the the problems they had probably back then with their pHs, <laughs> to brush it, <laughs> you brush it out, smooth that thing out. I gotta stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Bird, you're right. Oh, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> yeah, the equivalent of we hooked up was brush. They would say, yeah, we brushed once. Oh, and maybe because you're brushing private parts together. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What about this? Leg breaking, foot chasing, or face making? What was their Netflix and chill in the 1800s? Which of those three? Sam again? Yeah, and can you maybe even slow it down in an old-timey kind of voice but make it sexy? Yeah, sex them up a little bit and sound old. Leg breaking, foot chasing, face making. Oh, I think we're in Britain. I think we're in old-timey Britain. Which one of those three? He sounded British. He did. <laughs> I think it's face making. What do you think, Virginia? I think it's foot chasing. Bird's right again. Yeah. Wow. Face making. <laughs> it comes from making children and babies have faces. So you would be making a face. Boy, they're really into procreation. I think they only did it for one reason. That's what they said. And then when they had kids, they didn't like them that much. Yeah, they would yell at them, <laughs> make them work all day. I feel like everyone was always sweaty. In a sweatshop. <laughs> yes. Okay, what about this slang term for sex from the 1800s? Horse stalling, blanket hornpipe, or icebox dancing. Speaking of hornpipe, I think we need a little saxophone for this bit. Mm-hmm. There she is. The pipe. You think it's the blanket hornpipe? It's the hornpipe. What do you think, Virginia? I think it's horse stalling. Giddy up. You think it is horse stalling. One of you is right. It's bird. Yeah. Oh. He knows all these you old do. terms. Wow. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little turned on. You would have got so much 1800 tail. Oh, I think I would have done all right in the 1800s. Blanket hornpipe. <laughs> It's a sailor's song and dance, so doing a hornpipe under a blanket implies getting busy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Boy, Burr would just fit right in the 1800s. It's getting kind of hot in here, no? <laughs> <laughs> well, that. you're wearing a pizza onesie. It's KBJ. MovieWeb.com put together a list of movie sequels that should have never happened. There are many where you were very hopeful that uh, there would be something great coming after it, and it did not. Now, their list is decent, but it does not include many that jump out at me. Well, there's one that recently was not... uh, Coming to America 2, I thought it was terrible. I thought it was one of the worst sequels Mm. ever made. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. It was weird because a lot of people were saying that they loved it. Really? They thought it was great. It is so complete opposite of what part one was. I don't see how they could have loved it. 
Yeah, I did not, and it was very forgettable to me. I remember the first one that really got me. I, when I was a kid growing up, I loved a movie called Caddyshack, and they came out with Caddyshack 2, and uh, it was just so bad. It was it, rough. Well, that to me is where you have to have to make this list on movie sequels that should have never happened. You have to have a movie that was so great on the first one and then just so terrible on the second. That's how I would start ranking them, and that to me, would be one where the first one was so amazing, the second was just so abysmal. Someone's coming after Legally Blonde 2, Virginia. Do you Whatever. Agree? I like Legally Blonde 2. That's where we got Bend and Snap. Part 2 is Bend yeah, and Snap? Yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. It did make the movie <laughs> web list at number 17. Get out of here. It's good stuff, she said. That is such a cinematic masterpiece. Is, is it better or worse than Pootie Tang, another movie you love? I do love Pootie Tang. Do you really love Pootie Tang, or do you just say that to get me and Kevin mad? Pootie Tang only can be beat by Big Mama's house. Okay, she's messing with And what was that Dana Carvey movie you used to love? Oh, the Turtle Turtle? Master of Disguise. <laughs> turtle, Turtle, Turtle. <laughs> Such a good movie. <laughs> we should put together Virginia's top 10 list of favorite movies that are all terrible. It would get good engagement on social media. It would, actually. Yeah, we should put that together, Virginia. People are saying Jaws 2. And, and they make fun of Jaws 2 about how ridiculous it was. They've got on this list Jaws the Revenge from 1987. Was that it? I don't think that is Jaws 2. I think that might even be another sequel. That is that Jaws 3? They made several <laughs> Jawses. Okay. Yeah, I made that. Grease 2 made the list at number 9. I understand why they put it on the list, but I loved Grease 2. But it is, without a doubt, a fall-off from part one. Okay. They also put the uh, newer Space Jam movie, A New Legacy, that had come out. I think that was the LeBron James one from just two years ago. That made the uh, top ten. I was at number ten for the uh, worst movie sequels that should have never happened. Do you remember them doing a sequel to The Princess Diaries? Called Royal Engagement. It was 19 years ago from 2004. Yeah, I kind of do remember that. Remember how beloved the original Princess Diaries was? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-oh, they're calling Virginia out. They're saying Bend and Snap is from the first one. Really? Oh, my brain hurts. Hold on. So you don't even realize just how bad it was? <laughs> Bend and Snap. She loves that. <laughs> Legally blonde. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll check back in with that. She's doing some research. Okay. They have uh, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen as a movie sequel that never should have happened on their list. One that I will put on there is the ones that happened with The Matrix. I was so bummed with where they went with that franchise. I just wish they would have never made another one. Denny's told me don't even bother with anything after part one. I wish I hadn't. He said don't even act like they were even made. And it's too bad because the first one ended with such promise for the future. I love the way The Matrix ends on the first one. I love how the music hits. Because you get so excited that this is going to be a, a great franchise. It's cool. Or and it was just, anything but. Did it even need a sequel? Probably didn't. I mean, they could have. They could have made it great, but they didn't, unfortunately. Did you remember A Mean Girls 2? Yes. And it was low budget. I don't think it had Lindsay Lohan in it. Sometimes they'll do that. Yeah. For example, Cruel Intentions, which was a big movie back in the 90s. They did Cruel Intentions Part 2. I don't even think it's the same people who did Part 1. Mm, they and got, it's a terrible movie. They got Mean Girls 2 at number one overall for a movie sequel. It shouldn't have happened. Yeah, it doesn't look like anybody from Mean Girls 1. It's low budget. Yeah, that's going to be low budget. That's someone's, weird. Someone's saying Vacation 2. I, I liked European Vacation. 
Big Ben, Parliament. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had a different Rusty and Audrey. The right. kids were different. Which All made the it vacations weird. are great. There were some moments Even that were... Even Vegas. <laughs> yeah, there were some moments that were amusing. I don't think I ever saw a Vegas vacation. Nick Papa Giorgio? It's not. It's Is so this on good. the Virginia list? <laughs> yeah. Yes. She always brings up Nick Papa Giorgio. Yeah. <laughs> As if that's the best part of the movie. So good. So good. <laughs> Number two, they've got Home Sweet Home Alone. That was another one done onto the Home Alones. I think Ooh. I remember them just doing three, but apparently they did another one two years ago. Look who's talking. Two. I believe it's T-O-O. And uh. Teen Wolf 2. T-O-O. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know what? I would have thought I would have loved Teen Wolf 2 because it had uh, Jason Bateman in it. Teen Wolf 2 is awful, Virginia. It's too bad. I don't think I saw Teen Wolf 1. People didn't love Teen Wolf 1. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They've got uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Awful. And I love the original. My dad took me and my... Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. I remember that. It was such a big... That was a big movie as a kid. It was. And it was a good movie as a kid. I wonder if it still holds up. Mm -hmm. It does. I bet you any money Rocco would like that movie. Okay. They put Son of the Mask from 2005 as the number three movie on their list of sequels that should have never happened. Jamie Kennedy got destroyed over that movie. Really? Yes. Did not go well for him. I huh? think he played, doesn't he play the Jim Carrey character, the mask type Could of? be, yeah. So he's trying to do a Jim Carrey thing. Okay. Mm. It's from 2005. That's when he was kind of peaking. He was. Okay. They also have Mulan 2 on this from 2004 as a sequel that shouldn't have happened. You remember Daddy Daycare? Yes. They did a sequel, Daddy Day Camp. <laughs> they tried one too many in that franchise, according to Movie Web. You could argue they tried one too many. <laughs> right. <laughs> one was probably enough. KVJ. How are we doing, the Backstreet Boys? 50 years old. Can you believe that a boy band member is half a century? How about that, huh? Just what happens. That's life. Yeah, but I believe the other boys of Menudo are older, too. Oh, Bird's already dropping the boy band knowledge. <laughs> okay. Howie D was in uh, what boy band? Howie D. Do we, we, we this doesn't count. We, okay, does it, can we, can we did it yesterday? Yeah. Howie D is uh, Backstreet. Okay, very good. All right. I got this. He's just okay. warming up. All right. He's just warming up. He said, uh, <laughs> give him the shot collar, and he's uh, going to ace this quiz. Where's that shot collar strapped? Right above my veins underneath that weird part of your leg meets thigh. Okay, okay where it hurts the most. The most painful part, because my <laughs> thighs are too fat. <laughs> <laughs> but then my, my bottom legs are too skinny, so good look. It's okay, Pumpkin, you're perfect. <laughs> my legs are kind of built like a Cheeto. Don't beat yourself up. You got nice legs. Okay, I'll give you even multiple choice on this. Multiple choice? Yeah, I don't want multiple choice. Oh, okay. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you all right, faith. okay, all right. Let's uh, see how it goes then. I'll, You're the shocker. I'll oh, I'm the shocker? Here. We do kind of a speed round here. Okay. Okay, Bird, boy band quiz, Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey is 98 degrees. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Knight. That is, oh my gosh, what's their name? Why can't I think of it? It's, uh... Blue Kids on the Block! Blue Kids on the Block! Very nice, Blue oh, Kids on the Block, Jonathan Knight. Very good. Okay. <laughs> you know how you make this more intense? Put a timer. Put that <laughs> clock. Oh my he God. will lose it. Ten seconds. That <laughs> seems fair. Oh, gosh. <laughs> J.C. 
Chazé. That is back streets back. All right. Back streets back. back. All wrong. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You ready? That's in sync. Three, two, one. Bring in Le Pen. Oh, ow. I know people say I'm extra, but I don't know, man. I was raised this way. Yeah, you're just, you're <laughs> born to be extra. <laughs> oh. He's a kicker. I, got, I have to adjust it. It's too much on my veins. <laughs> it's bad when it's on the veins. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh, there went his chair. chair. His chair went over. Dennis! Oh, my gosh. We oh, no, his headphones are caught in his chair. Cat they're four, <laughs> Dennis! Cat four! They're stuck. Dennis, quick! Your headphone cord is is right there in the wheel it's wrapped of your seat. around the wheel, Kevin. It's well, that's amazing how you did that that fast. How would you do that? Yeah. Even. Okay. He... <laughs> it's two wheels. It's wrapped around two different wheels. Oh, no. <laughs> he did two wheels. That's a skill set. Daddy's walked in here slowly because he's like, nah, they don't really need me. No. Oh, wait. Yes, they actually do. Dude, what do we have? Can I see that? Just what I, didn't, I didn't do nothing. I just, I just. It I didn't... said it the last time we did it. Denny's just handed it to me out. All I hit was yeah, the... Yeah, it's... it's on level eight. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't touch it, I swear. <laughs> I think we stopped at the highest that was level rough. eight. All right. <laughs> I'll put it back down a little bit. I, I kind of wasn't prepared for this segment at all. You just kind of threw it at you, yeah. I don't I want you to be able to hit your bearings here. <laughs> you boys are mess. <laughs> really? <laughs> all right, get focused, Bird. Okay, right. boy band quiz here. I'll give you the member you tell me the band. Zane Malik. Oh, good gosh. Zane Malik is from which boy band? New Direction. New Direction. New Direction oh, is wrong. I can tell. He was so smuggy. He, could t- he was so happy that I was going to get shot. You guys are sick. We are. <laughs> It's actually One Direction. Oh. You're not going in a new direction. You're only going in One Direction. And that One Direction is Shocktown. <laughs> just give it to me. Or just don't tell me. I'll just do it. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Okay. I brought her down a little. I brought her down a little. Don't bring her down. Because then the comments just put it Look, back to You broke your toe on the first one. The pain is really my right foot. When I came up, I smacked all, th- all three of my toes. <laughs> I know. I heard it. It was just the middle parts of my toe. <laughs> the tender toe. Okay, Jaybird. Last one here. You got this. Name the boy band for Kevin Richardson. I know Kevin Ralston. Kevin, who the hell is Kevin Richardson? He thinks you made that up. <laughs> they got, oh, just, <laughs> they got, what's, what's the school again in Kevin Richardson? He sounds like a low-budget band member. He's got great eyebrows. Oh, that helps. <laughs> you don't know? Hold on, hold on. Uh, Kevin Richardson. O-Town. O-Town. 98 degrees. O-Town. Mm, no-Town. No-Town. <laughs> it's... Backstreet. It's, it's, it is. It's Backstreet. Back street. All right. 
Kevin ready, Richardson. You ready to dance? Can you do the bye 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 dance as I shock you? <laughs> it's like this. <laughs> All right, Show ready? Then, okay, yeah. Right. Show him how it goes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay. Yeah, you put your hand <laughs> up. You're like dun, this. You dun, go. Yeah, you bye, go. Bye, bye. It's kind of like the chicken dance. Okay, all right. Except you put your hand kind of across your face and you got to pump your one fist. Okay. That's when you look really tough. And then the third part is, it goes. The you fall to the ground is. in pain. <laughs> okay. All right, so. <laughs> let me get in the middle of it. Ba, 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 yeah, pump ba, that ba, fist, ba, pump the ba, fist, ba, yeah. Fry, fry, fry. That was a nice little dance move. Can we get that on a boomerang? That was good, yeah. Fry, fry, fry. The KVJ Show. Maybe you went a little hard over the weekend and you've called in today. What is your excuse that you're using for why you're not at work? Oh, uh, food poisoning. Oh, I had some bad oysters. It's a popular one. (laughs) It's real popular. But it seems kind of sad though sometimes because you're like okay it's it's the one that you really can't question but people use it all the time well if you are if you call in work on a monday with some food poisoning i.e hungover it, even, al- it always sounds like you had a sunday fun day even yeah. if even if you really are sick it <laughs> yeah. just sounds like you're eh, you're partying it up but people have been calling in sick now for thousands of years and maybe they weren't calling they would just send a messenger or somebody into the work site to let them know. They actually found an attendance sheet. It was taken at a work site in ancient Egypt that was 3,200 years old. Wow. They would have the date, the season, and the number, the name of the worker, and the reason for being absent. Like, for example, it said here, one of the entries, on month four of winter day 24, a worker by the name of Penub was absent from work because his mother was sick and he had to take care of her. Aww. Okay. Penub's a good guy. Penub is a good guy. There are a whole bunch of other excuses in there as well. One person just came right out and said, I've been drinking with Kansu. <laughs> I guess apparently 3,200 years ago, you'd be like, nah, dude, I just got real hammered, man. I can't make it today. <laughs> Somebody else couldn't make it to work because they were busy brewing their beer. Oh, okay. I mean, they really went, got after it in ancient Egypt, huh? Oh, yeah. I think I do well. Mad respect. One other excuse said, um, yeah, my daughter's bleeding. Oh. (laughs) That's... I I don't care what year it is. It's a pretty good excuse. (laughs) Somebody else couldn't make it to the job site that day because they were building their house. Okay. Somebody else was fetching stone for the scribe. That was written down as their excuse why they weren't at work that day. That's cool. Somebody else said they couldn't make it to the job site that day because they were with Khans, K-H-O-N-S, making remedies. Is that some witchcraft stuff? Don't know. But that was apparently a good enough excuse to get out of work 3,200 years ago in ancient Egypt. Somebody else couldn't make it into work because they were embalming Hermosi. Oh, dang. Who's Hermosi? Hermosi croaked? Guess so. Is that like Hermione? Yeah. So they had to take the day to embalm them. Wow. How terrible would that be if you had to embalm your own friend? 
Like even if you rough. You had to embalm me. I die, and then you have to go do all the work on me. That would be rough. Oh, you're so gonna do funny games with my butt. I would, but wouldn't you rather have me doing funny games with your butt than some stranger? Absolutely. You guys can do whatever you want to my body after. I don't really care. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you got to do. <laughs> I'm definitely going live on Facebook when I do weird stuff with your butt. That, that's fine. Somebody couldn't make it to the job site because a scorpion bit him. Oh. Now, that's a good excuse. Okay, that'll give you. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of a story. When we were in Key West, my girlfriend was eating at this restaurant, yeah. and the waiter comes right next to her and stomps on the ground. She thought he was stomping a roach. He was stomping a scorpion. No way. Just inches from her foot. Dang. Scorpions of Key West. It's real. We had a scorpion back in Lake Park, 1984. I remember it very vividly. Are you trying to out scorpion my story? I am. I don't know who's got a better scorpion story, Kev. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, you have to vote. Well, yours is definitely older. (laughs) Yours is old and dusty. Uh, Let's be honest. Neither one of them are good stories. And there was another person that couldn't make it to the work site in ancient Egypt 3,200 years ago because they were making an offering to the god. Oh. That was some serious stuff back then. That does seem like a good excuse, though. You know, back then, well, I had to give an offering to the god. I mean, you know, take it up with God. If I, yeah, what if I called in to work? Hey, I call the managers, go, I just, I got some things I got to do with God today. Uh, I'm going to call out. Is that a valid excuse? No, I don't think it's going to work today. I mean, you know, the best thing you got is a religious holiday, but I think all the bosses pretty much know those. You, you can't say, I had a vision of God, and... God said don't come into work today. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not going to be... God said don't go into work because you're hungover. <laughs> the KVJ Show. Well, I got a little <laughs> challenge here for uh, Virginia and Denny's. Take a look inside of Jaybird's house. Let's look at some of the... Odd collectibles that he has. Mm, no stuffed monkeys. Now, Denny's hasn't been over as much because of the baby, so he's going to... This could be a struggle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jaybird's, I'm sure, added a few new pieces. Oh, oh I sure. A few dozen. Okay. So, what do you think about this, Virginia? How many cheeseburger yo-yos <laughs> does Jaybird own? I'll put the number at nine. Is the real number over or under nine? Cheeseburger yo-yos. Yeah. Is it over nine? Okay. These feel like he probably bought them to throw out at a snack pack show. Uh Uh-huh. The VMK. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've heard of him. Nope. (laughs) Everybody collectively said no. I'm going to go he's got more than nine. You're going to go over? He likes to buy in bulk. He does. He's got 12. Oh. It feels right. She's right about everything she just said. It, it's really unfortunate. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Denny's, how about this? Presidential Chia Pets. He doesn't have death masks of presidents, but he does have Chia Pets of presidents. I'll put the number at 12. Is, 12? Is the real number? I mean, we've had how many presidents now? Several, you know? Kevin. Yeah. So a lot more than 12. Is the actual number over or under 12? Gotcha. So it's a Chia Pet. You, you load it up. It's a president's face and their hair grows. Yeah, you look like, like my Bigfoot Chia Pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get like a Lincoln and the beard would grow out green. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. That, that's yeah. absolutely one of them. Yeah. Okay. 
Man, 12. I found uh, that's so many in the real estate necessary to put all those on display. Yeah. Keep in mind that everything's on display, babe. For sure, for sure. Yeah. It's got a lot of weird stuff you're not you're not seeing <laughs> behind closed right. doors. Yeah. That, that tunnel I'm trying to build. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say it has to be less than twelve. You're gonna say less than you are correct. All right. Over twelve is, yeah. presidential that's champions. Right. That's crazy. That's craziness. Yeah. Uh, the actual number is nine. Nine presidential <laughs> champions. Nine. Is it nine different presidents or is it just eight Tafts? That's such a great question. I have some duplicates. I do have a couple Lincolns in there. Huh. Probably three Lincolns. Okay, what about this? Um, <laughs> how many Hulk Hogan pillows does Jaybird have? I'll put the number at four. Virginia is the actual number over or under. Are they body four. pillows? Don't blow it, brother. They are. Let your, let your mind. There's there's all kinds of Hulk Hogan pillows, my friends. Okay. What do you think, Virginia? <laughs> four. If you, you do the over, research, there's right. a lot. If you do the research. I feel like he probably got one at first and then was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I got to get more. Yeah. And then now in his collection, he definitely has more than four. I'm not sure I like the whole psychoanalysis going on over here. With a full With a tone. mocking of your voice. Hey, no one asked you to go ahead and do your Jason impersonation. I'll talk like this. <laughs> oh, let me think. Okay, so what are you putting it at here? A more. Number. More than four. You are correct. Nine is the actual number. Nine Hulk Hogan pillows this dude has. So one of those is that buddy one, right? It's shaped like Hulk Hogan that you're supposed to... She's right. It started off with one. <laughs> yeah, you get the bug. She was exactly right. He cuddled it, yeah. and he loved it. Felt so no, good. Just, they pop. It's okay. So they, pop, they pop in bulk. Don't apologize. Top not. <laughs> okay, Denny's, what do you think about this? Ice cream loofahs. Ice cream loofahs. I'll put the number at six. Does Jaybird actually own more or less? Is it over or under six? Loofahs shaped like various ice creams. Mm-hmm. Ice cream, yes. They probably smelled like ice cream back when they were fresh. I bet you. It doesn't smell the- like ice cream anymore. <laughs> loofahs don't last. What kind of ice cream is that? Loofahs, by the way, extremely gross. They get gross yeah. like in two weeks. We always had them. We had a family of eight living together, all kind of sharing the same loofah. Blech. Yeah, there's got to be tossed every t- every few uh, months. You can't okay. smell loofah without. Ugh. It's got to be. <laughs> I got you at six. I feel like, gosh, six. I feel like he's got more. He's got to have more than six, right? Okay, gosh, you're going good. over. I'll go over. Okay, you are correct. He's got eight ice cream All loofahs. Right. Wow. And then finally, Virginia sandwich Rubik's cubes. I'll put the number at eight. Is the actual number over or under that? What the hell is a sandwich Rubik's Cube? I wish I'd have known we were doing this today. I would have brought it in. Mm. Virginia loves Rubik's Cube. I know. that the, Maybe someone bought some stuff because we were talking about Rubik's Cubes lately. What is a sandwich Rubik's Cube? I'm going to show it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the show, Kevin. Kevin, wait one He's second. He's Googling it. Okay. <laughs> I, I just need a point of reference to see what this thing is. It's, it's, a, it's a Rubik's Cube that's shaped like a piece of food. Oh. So you would, if, like if it's a pizza, you would shape it. Twist it. Twist it. So it doesn't have the traditional look. Exactly. Got it. Okay. okay. It's like food. Numbers at eight. Is the actual number over or under eight? Eight. Eight. I feel like it's under. You're going to go under for a perfect score? You're correct, Virginia. 
I mean, eight would be yeah. crazy. Eight, eight's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is craziness. Pretty impressive round. Pretty impressive round. The KVJ Show. Well, if uh, you're trying to get it back together here or just maybe having a little bit of a downturn here on a Monday, the F My Life website might cheer you up. People also posting things going wrong in their life, so maybe you can feel better about yours. One person wrote, today I subbed for a first grade class. They were releasing butterflies, and butterflies scare me. A bunch of seven-year-olds watch as I screamed hysterically when one landed on me. F-I-L. Butterflies scare you? I, I Grow grew, a pair. I grew up with somebody that was scared of butterflies. That's it's, weird. Yeah, I think there was on one of those. Remember they used to do those shows on the weird phobias that yes. people would have? And yeah, butterflies Butterflies actually freak out more people than you would think. Really? Got, yeah. Got, butterflies got caterpillar situation. It changes, then it flies and lands. They're peaceful. They don't bite. They, they're gorgeous to look at. I believe some butterflies can bite. Really? I, let me Google it before I call that. <laughs> Biting <terrified>. butterflies? <laughs> oh, look, it's so sweet, chomp. Biting butterflies. Wow. <laughs> Why did I say anything? <laughs> now I got to know. I do, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It, it maybe it probably comes up like some dirty term on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, the a, biting butterfly. A butterfly bite is actually a move that you do in the bedroom. A lot of people eat butterflies too, but that's a different topic. Butterflies oh. lack a mouth at all; they cannot bite. Hmm. According that, to butterflies.com. Butterflylies.net. <laughs> Butterlies. Butterlies. Damn, they don't have a mouth. How they gonna eat? They got no mouth. They don't. They can't bite. That is odd. Do you know any other animal doesn't have a mouth? I don't think I even know anything about the butterfly. If I'm just now figuring out the butterflies don't have a mouth. Yeah. Right? I didn't know they didn't have a mouth. I'm over here thinking they bit. They have a straw, long-like organ where they can drink nectar from things. Okay. So they got a straw mouth. And do they really love that nectar? Or do they get excited when they're drinking that? Or is it just, uh, I'm just getting my nectar? I imagine, butterflies yeah. Do. do they have like a butterfly bar and it's yeah. just a row of flowers? And like, I don't oh know. Gosh. I feel like nectar would taste good. Delicious, yeah. right? Say it, nectar. Oh, I want to drink nectar now. I bet yeah. you do. <laughs> From a woman, probably. (laughs) Another person posted up on the FML site. Today I found out why it just might be awkward when your plumber and your badly behaved dog share the same first name. Bad plumber. FML. Hmm. If your dog name's Jack, you're going, Jack, stop that. And he's like, wait a minute, what's going on? Your plumber's name's Jack? (laughs) That's awkward. That would be awkward, yeah. This other person said, today my blind date got up and left the table before our food had even arrived, saying he wasn't going to bother with me. Apparently bringing my own bottle of ranch for dipping is weird. No, you're cool. I'd always be turned on if a girl did that. I'm like, oh my gosh, her sauce game is so important to her. Yeah, that's I, her nectar. That right. I would be. I would like that. You would end a date over that. That's crazy. That guy is a nah. little bit too much. I, I mean, Mark, that's the real reason why he ended it. She's funny and quirky. If yeah. she brings her own ranch, I think we can we can roll with that. I can roll with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person said today I got mugged. They wanted my phone and wallet, and the most valuable thing on my wallet was my fully punch-free Subway sandwich card, FML. That stings. It does. The wallet does suck, but that that free sandwich? Right. You've done all that work, put in all that time. (laughs) 
Gotten all those subs. When you do, when you have a punch card with like nine or ten punches, that is super valuable. It's exciting. <laughs> I, I remember I, I had one for the grilled cheese restaurant that I loved, and I needed just one more to get a whole free thing, and they went out of business. Damn. Oh, I walked in there and it turned to a barbecue joint. In a day, it turned oh, into a terrible. barbecue It was weird. <laughs> uh, this one says, today my daughter brought home her new boyfriend. He has a neck tattoo, and his life's ambition is to become a professional beer pong player. FML. Look, if he's one of the best in the world and he can crush it. How do you react if Magnolia brings him home, Virginia? I, I'm not happy. Okay. <laughs> what, what if he was one of those weird, he's ranked in the world and he kind of gets, he makes money because he's one of the best beer pong, pong players out there. Panda set up the beer pong. Let's see what this kid's got. Okay. If I beat him, right, he can a, leave now. Are you good at beer wow. pong? I mean, I'm not awful. So, I've played. So the whole relationship with your daughter depends upon <laughs> him defending his honor in a game of beer pong? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> that would be a fun game to watch. Let's go. I would definitely tune Let in Let me see that. what you got, kid. <laughs> <laughs> if he crushed it, all right, you can date my daughter. Yeah, respect. Wow. <laughs> and uh, finally, somebody said, today my barber of six years was on vacation, so I went to the guy in the chair beside him. My hair has never looked better. Whoa. And now I know I have to go back to bad hair because I don't have the courage to get a great haircut in the chair right next to his. I FML. have been in that situation before where you've got two oh, barbers man. in there. Yeah. One is clearly way better, but the other one's just more available, and you don't want to hurt their feelings. And I've seen people even go, sorry, I'm waiting for blah, blah, blah. And you can see the hurt in his eyes. Oh, man. <laughs> what would you do if you knew you got the best haircut of your life in that chair, but you've spent the last five years in the other chair? getting bad ones maybe find that guy's schedule he has to take a day off find out what day he takes off and then book your appointments with the other guy for that day you can schedule she's right but you're cursed when you do the walk-in when you do the walk-in and you're just trying to maybe your guy's ready to do it or you're the, or the woman you go to's ready but if it's a chance kind of a situation and there's that crappy one that can that ruins yeah. that can ruin everything it, it's tough growing up the uh barbershop in my hometown in logan it's called Dickens Barbershop, and it was the, <laughs> and it was Dickens, and it was the Dickens brothers, and they would scream at each other if they try if somebody else tried to get in the other chair. It was a big deal. Competition. They, they, they're very competitive, and I'm not sure they liked each other, but they stood there every single day for 35 years cutting hair right next to each other. Then I know where to live. You could, odd life. You could you couldn't try that at Dickens. I feel like they had a lot of I don't know this they. Anger. <laughs> I thought they, they they might have gotten cancer, so they hold all that anger in it there. It was just it was odd. Yeah, it was an odd odd place to be. But yeah, good luck. KVJ. It's time to gain some knowledge to learn more. Here than you would in college. We're the smartest radio station. We are the leaders in education. Is it truth? Is it lies? Kevin's the host. He's got the eyes. Factor fiction. Yeah, baby. You're going to learn a little something about hangovers here today in our fact or fiction. Something that, with this crew, you definitely need to know something about. <laughs> what do you think about this, Virginia? Fact or fiction? Scientific studies have found that a hangover can't last more than two days. Is that fact or is that fiction? I feel like mine lasted about three. So I'm going to go fiction? You're going to go fiction because you think that they can last longer? You're correct. 
They definitely can last longer. They say that some hangovers have lasted as long as four weeks. Whoa. Could you imagine a four-week-long hangover? I mean, because of how much damage you do, that's how long it takes your cells to just get their oomph back. And they're, they're, that's straight-up just alcohol, correct? Um, yeah, I believe so. I don't, I think, yeah, when you're talking about a hangover, I think that's what they're referring to. <laughs> but the more substances you add, the longer it could prolong. Yeah. Well, when you say four weeks, you go, all right, what else was in their system? Yeah. Fact or fiction, Jaybird, what do you think? You get a worse hangover from cheap booze than the expensive stuff. This is trickery, Kevin trickery, as mm-hmm. they say in the business. Yep. Fiction. Fiction. Mm. That is a fact. Wow. The chemicals added to alcohol for color and flavor make hangovers worse, and expensive liquor is more likely to be purer. Okay, I thought that would be the, but I thought it was trick. I thought it was Kevin trickery. Because oh no, I'm in your head. You are in my head. <laughs> Dang, get out, Kevin. No, actually, stay in. Stay in, Kevin. Are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who this, are you talking to? Are you to? doing a radio show by yourself? <laughs> With multiple people. He's got like you know, a no, co-host in. in his head. It's pure. No, it's not. I don't know if I've ever seen this before in the history of radio, Virginia. You're dressed like you're crazy and you're sounding like you're crazy. He's losing his mind. He's a one-man radio ensemble. <laughs> They save money when they hire you, though. They get like three people for the price of one. (laughs) I'm not getting better. (laughs) None of us are. I know. I know we're not. All right, what do you think, Virginia? Fact or fiction here? Eating large quantities of sugar will make hangovers worse. I think that's fact, right? You're going to say that is fact? I'm going to say that it says here fiction. What? It says you feel lightheaded and weak because alcohol breaks down your liver's sugar supply. So when you think about drinking those drinks, especially like the really cheap ones that are very sugary and you have a nasty hangover, I guess that would be because of the colorings and impurities added, not necessarily because of the sugar. Huh. That kind of is weird because there's a whole line of wines, and this is their big thing. They tout that, oh, this wine has way, way, way less sugar, and sugar is what causes the hangover. So low-sugar wines are better, less hangovers. Are they lying? Well, maybe wine wine people are liars. Damn. I don't know. Yeah, I would have gotten that wrong, too, and I I still do question that because I thought I'd always heard the opposite. I question everything because I'm just trying to have the smallest hangover possible. So this is information that I really need for this weekend. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm a hard fan. Hair the dog. (laughs) What do you think about this bird? In the old west, <laughs> Kevin ignored you. Yeah, He's like trying to. Yeah, Sorry, Kevin. He's got three voices there. in yeah. there, and the, that wasn't. The, that was one my, of them's got Tourette's. <laughs> obviously, that was my fifth voice who just said that. <laughs> All right, fact or fiction? In the old west, hangovers were cured using rabbit droppings. Fact or fiction? That sounds like old timey logic. Fact. You're going to go fact on that. Rabbit droppings is a fact. <laughs> they made a tea from it. What? That's how you get sick. Rabbit poo tea. You eat the pee in a poo tea? It's awful, but tell me that would not be a very awesome punishment for do it be. Rabbit poo tea would be terrible.
That would Terrible. be rough. I just know. Man. I bet somebody from Okeechobee could make it for us. Are you sure you won't get sick? They're probably drinking it right now. Just like you, I'm sure of nothing. <laughs> wow. Okay, what about this? Uh, Virginia, fact or fiction about hangovers. Three out of every four people who drink end up with a hangover the next day. 75% of people who drink get a hangover the next day. Fact or fiction? 75. They did over the weekend with us. Yeah. Ooh, I think 95% of the people that drank with us probably got a hangover because we were pounded. Feels I mean, accurate. You were really paid. I was pounding, but you were pounding. I was, I was the leader of the pound. You yelled at me for not taking my third shot. Nah. <laughs> I think the number's lower. I, I don't think it's quite 75. Okay. So your answer is? Fiction. Fiction. Damn it. All that for that. Yeah. <laughs> We're, I can't believe we haven't won that at Marconi. <laughs> Skipped over again. <laughs> it's a fact. Studies show that the tipping point is five drinks in a night or three in two hours. And 75% of people get a hangover. Uh, three out of four people who drink end up with a hangover the next day. Yes. I'm 75% the- do. And, um, and I guess I would probably be binge drinking, and that's what they would say. So if you do more than five in a night or three in two hours, that seems to be the break-off point on whether you're going to have a hangover or not. You ever have a big night of drinking, and you wake up the next morning, and you feel amazing, and you're kind of like, oh, I could, oh, I could go... It'll run if I wanted to. It does happen sometimes, and you're like, what did I drink? And then you try to duplicate it, and it doesn't ever work out again. And then you crash by one P, <laughs> just in a sandwich and in tears. Okay, fact or fiction, Jaybird. If you wake up the next morning after drinking and you feel amazing, you are an alcoholic. I am Jason Pennington, and I'm an alcoholic. He wasn't talking to you. I think he was. He was talking at you. Sorry, I just added that one in. <laughs> You're right. That, that was not a good statement. A fact or fiction here, Asians almost never get hangovers because their body doesn't produce a certain enzyme. Is that fact or fiction? Denny's is part Asian. I know. I feel like Kevin's setting me up here. Yeah, do get, Asians get hangovers? Get canceled. Fact uh, or fiction? A <laughs> uh, fact? You're going to go fact? That is fiction. Fiction. Oh. No, actually, Asians typically have a lower level of an enzyme that breaks down alcohol, which makes their hangovers worse. Really? Oh, wow. How about that? Now that's not fair. Huh. That is not fair at all. That's crazy. All right, last one for you here, Virginia. Fact or fiction, women are more likely to have hangovers than men. Fact or fiction? I'm going to say fact because we're smaller. Very nice. Yeah, kind of good logic to it. It's a fact. You kind of break that logic because you are, me and Kevin are amazed how you can keep going, how you really kind of don't get a hangover. I mean, I do. I just, it doesn't cripple me like some people. Mind over matter is what she does. I she, do. She, she takes on the world even with a hangover. I, if I have a plan and it's in my calendar, I'm still doing it. Yeah, the mind of a witch. Very, yeah. Very interesting. I say women have a lower metabolic rate, which means their body can't get rid of alcohol as fast as men, so their hangovers huh. are worse. So even hangovers are sexist? Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. The patriarchy We're is alive. We're finding out that the hangovers are both racist and sexist. <laughs> they are? What yeah. the heck? You're going to get canceled, hangovers. Oh, I wish they would. Yeah, oh, I know. Uh, yeah, can we cancel hangovers? If there was no such thing as a hangover, that'd be so awesome. And uh, finally, Jaybird, in the movie The Hangover, Ed Helms didn't need any special effects for his missing tooth since he really doesn't have one. Remember that? Got his tooth knocked out in the hangover. Yeah, that wasn't there. Remember that the wasn't uh, a makeup trick, is what this says. Is that fact or is that fiction? I can tell by Kevin's face. This is a Kevin fiction. Fiction. This fiction. You can tell. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a fact, actually. Yeah. So in tune. Ed Helms claims that his adult tooth never grew in in that spot, so he just took out the fake one that he has to do the scenes. He wow. never got the adult tooth? I guess not, so there really was not a tooth there. Wow. How about that, huh? He's got the money to get it. Totally. You would think so. He could do that thing where they screw it in and it never comes out. Same thing. Johnny Depp definitely has the money to get his teeth fixed. He don't want to get his teeth fixed. No, it's his, it's his statement. It's he his said, power. He said that. It's kind of yeah. yucky. I'm going to have these teeth and still get chicks. It's crazy. Uh, and we can get this chick. Mm. Oh, I'm sure he's devastated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the KVJ Show. Celebrities are just like us, right? No, not at all, actually. In fact, I kind of was having fun going through this list of the most out-of-touch celebrity moments where, in a sense, maybe they try to relate to and be going, okay, I'm going to act like I know what it's like to be a normal human being with the same kind of concerns and responsibilities that they have, but nah, it's not going to work out. Remember when Joy Behar, when the the Russia and Ukraine war broke out, she was complaining, I'm not going to be able to go to my vacation place now because of the war. (laughs) (laughs) She can't go to her place now. (laughs) Oh, man. There were so many good ones. Yeah, so many good ones. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, she uh, had a ton. You know, she just... In fact, if you had to rank probably the most out-of-touch celebrities that try their hardest to try to be relatable to us, Gwyneth Paltrow's got to be up there for one of the tops. Uh, you know, it's just a whole bunch of stuff. Um, the one thing that uh, people always talk about, you remember the time that Gwyneth Paltrow was going to try and see what it was like to live on food stamps? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, here, here she is talking about what that was all about. I know you're always experimenting with food and different things, and you did the food stamp budget thing recently. Mm-hmm. What did that experiment teach you? You know, it taught me that um, you cannot eat fresh, whole, affordable food if you are living at the poverty line. Yeah. And it's it's devastating and um, it's very, very worrisome. Um, it was an amazing thing to do and I'm, I'm really glad I did it. It gave me a lot more understanding yeah. um, and a lot more gratitude that I can afford fresh produce and organic yeah. Chicken and things that I take for granted. Yes, I can buy $40 chicken. <laughs> uh, she went and with the $25, she walked away with seven limes. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is an expensive lime. Seven, like, I okay, don't think so she did if, that right. If you're trying to survive, you're probably not going to walk away with limes. What? <laughs> As, what <laughs> what a knucklehead. She is. Is she trolling us? No, that's the amazing thing. I think that's just how, it's just a world she doesn't even understand. She's so out of touch. Was she always that unlikable or out of touch? 
I think she didn't talk a lot in the beginning, but then she got like that goop. Yeah. And then she started talking a lot and doing blogs and trying products and sharing these products with everyone. And people realize it's crazy. She talked to, she, she, started, she started showing her real self. She sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, other than Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, for number two worst offenders, easily, I think you got just put the Kardashians in there uh, mm. for, for so many different reasons. Uh, that they just can't relate and don't understand. In fact, they had a moment on uh, their show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Did you see the one where, I think it was Kendall, was trying to uh, get her own snack, and her mom was like, well, just get the chef. I mean, you can't even make a basic snack without us calling in the chef. (laughs) And, and, And Kendall wanted to make her own snack. Oh, I would love a chef so much. Yeah, right. That's, that, that's what they have. So it's oh. a simple snack that you send your kid to the kitchen to get. No, Kendall Jarrett's like, no, I got this on my own. But she doesn't really have this on her own because here she is trying to make her own snack without the chef. And she's trying to cut cucumbers. Do you want um, the chef to make you a snack? I'm making it myself. Just got to chop up some cucumber. It's pretty okay. easy. You go, girl. Be careful because I, I nicked myself the other day. I don't know. I'm kind of scared. There you go. Don't cucumbers have seeds? Oh, yeah, they're right here. Hey, chef, do you want to cut this up for her? I'll do it, Mom. It's fine. Because she was cutting so awkwardly <laughs> that you could, it, it was like she'd never held a knife and never seen a cucumber uncut. It's she, pretty, it's pretty to say people love watching that. It was it was honestly fascinating. I guess I could see why people watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians because it was unbelievable. <laughs> I was like, look at her holding a knife. She doesn't even know how to approach a cucumber. That's why her mom had to call in the chef because it was just, it was not going to happen. She was going to lose all of her fingers. Denny's baby got better chef skills. <laughs> it was unreal. <laughs> Uh, there's so many others. Kendall's got a few, actually, when you talk about uh, out-of-touch celebrities. Um, she was talking about modeling. You know, that's the work that she's done. And she was talking about how she's super selective about the shows that she does. She says, I was never one of those girls who would do, you know, like 30 shows a season or whatever the F those girls do. More power to them, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good impersonation. <laughs> working way too much and uh, do you remember the time that uh, Kim Kardashian um, she called out working women and she said you need to get your bleeping ass up and work yes that that, was a rough one that, that didn't fly over too well yeah. Or do you remember the time during COVID where Kim Kardashian flew 50 people to a private island to feel normal for a few days? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but if you made the cut, and if you're in that group of 50 friends that gets to go during COVID to a yeah. private island, you're uh-huh. like, oh my God, this is wonderful. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember the time that Kendall Jenner uh, appeared in a race riot for a Pepsi commercial? Yes. <laughs> she, she... It missed the mark. She saved all racial issues by <laughs> Pepsi. It, United everybody. People are like, what the hell? <laughs> that was, that uh, was something. Um, let me see. Other out-of-touch celebrities. Uh, been a while since uh, Oprah's not had money. There was a fan that asked her for a Christmas gift recommendation. And she's like, you know, um, something at least over $100. And the fan's like, um, yeah, um, unfortunately, Oprah, over $100 is out of my budget. 
And Oprah's like, lower than $100? You're going to actually <laughs> buy someone something for lower than $100? She got shamed. She, uh. <laughs> the first, she was like, um, I don't have that kind of money, Oprah. <laughs> I have to work a whole entire day to make $100. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Oprah's like, really? Another out-of-touch uh, celebs, uh, those Hadids, they, they got a few of them, don't they, Virginia? They do. Yeah. Gigi, Bella, uh-huh. their mama. Yeah. Well, you know, just so you know, Bella Hadid, she was not spoiled. She can relate to the common person. <laughs> Here she is talking about the sacrifice that her parents made her make until she graduated from high school. I never growing up had anything designer. You know, my mom wouldn't let me. I think I got my first pair of Louboutins when I graduated high school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she had to wait. Until she graduated high school to get her first pair of Louboutins? <laughs> can, the horror. I can't believe it. I can't, can you believe that? No, I just can't. I mean, she was graduating high school for saying, I've lost pair of Louboutins. <laughs> it's on. criminal that no one bought me Louboutins when I was in high school. <laughs> but I love the music, you know, it's like, this is my relatable moment. I let yes. people know that I, I didn't grow up with designer labels. Just my ever, parents uh, raised me right. Just a regular girl. <laughs> I'm like, come on, let's cry <laughs> that. Uh, Chrissy Teigen, she's uh, kind of a little out of touch with regular people now. She's tweeting about how her mom is constantly losing her AirPods. Or she's like, going, this is relatable, right? I mean, don't you know what it's like to lose AirPods? I mean, everybody can relate to that. So she had to buy her mom 10 pairs. <laughs> so that's, 10? How, that's how she made it relatable, which, by the way, is well over $1,000. So to relate to the <laughs> common person, she's like, I know what it's like to lose your AirPods. I had to buy my mom 10 pairs because she kept losing hers. Teigen's rough. She is rough. <laughs> I think she's trying to do better. Oh, she is. You think so? That's because <laughs> the internet shamed her. She got canceled. <laughs> she got. She did. She, for a minute, she was canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing they were talking about when uh, celebrities really came off out of touch, really how they all handled COVID. Because they were acting like they're going, you know, stir crazy, yet they're in mansions, really <laughs> nice places. Uh, everything they're doing is actually fantastic, and you would be happy to be locked up in their mansions. Oh my gosh, you'd never want to leave. Yeah. And then Vanessa Hudgens was going stir crazy. And you remember how she was telling people? I mean, uh, what, I think they canceled. Was it the music festival that she wanted to go to? What is that? Um, Coachella? I think it was Coachella. I think they had canceled she, because of COVID. Okay. And she, she just was beside herself. In my opinion, I feel like she smoked a big joint and uh-huh. then went live and just started talking and didn't realize. Maybe this didn't play well. Yeah, I don't think she just realized that people could hear her. <laughs> I told July it sounds like a bunch of I'm sorry but like it's a virus I get it like I respect it but at the same time like even if everybody gets it like yeah people are gonna die which is terrible but like inevitable <laughs> oh, oh, this is, this is like at the oh. beginning of COVID, y'all. Man, oh man. Oh, man, oh man. That hits. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, there was the Imagine video with uh, Gal Gadot and uh, the other celebrities. This was pretty good. That uh, jumped in on that where they were uh, singing Imagine, and this is uh, how they were s- spending their time. Imagine there's no heaven. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. Easy voice. if you try. No hell below us, above us only sky. (laughs) (laughs) 
People rank that as one of those cringy moments of all time. That one got trashed pretty bad. The other mm-hmm. one that was good during uh, the COVID. Yeah. Um, Madonna got tricked. Someone, someone, they, they had all these people singing a Madonna song uh-huh. in the balcony, kind of like uniting everybody. Yeah, but it was. I, think I remember it, that early on. But it wasn't real. Someone took it. It was just underneath a video. Madonna thought it was her song uniting everybody, and she's posting. She's like, "I'm so glad my song can unite people singing like this." And it, none of it was real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, people are saying that Justin Timberlake seemed a little out of touch when he talked about, I can't believe I actually have to take care of my kids 24-7. <laughs> Was he joking? Nope. <laughs> like, mean, wait, what? This parenting thing sucks, man. I can't have six nannies? Yeah. This is terrible. It was pretty good. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. We all got a price. I want to know yours. How much money would it take for you to eat nothing but cat food for two months? You're going to have to pay for this one, dog. Okay. Yeah, I love food a lot. Mm-hmm. A million dollars. Whoa, a million dollars for two months. Do you know how gross cat food is? <laughs> it's disgusting, yeah. I've been, I've been feeding my sister's cat. It is so gnarly. It is. It's oh. terrible. The it's wet, terrible. It's got to be wet cat food because it know, is. Yeah, yeah. Wet cat food is just. Gross. Is it fancy feast? You would hate fancy feast. I, I don't, they do have a lot of fish, aquatic products though. You may like it. How hungry do you have to be before you're like, give me that fancy feast? If you were starving on yeah. an island or, or someone yeah. throwing you in a torture dome or something, and you hadn't eaten in four days, you, you would work thi- through it. You'd think about it. You would. You work through it. Four days, you're starving. I mean, the fancy feast diet sounds like a great way to drop weight. Like your <laughs> mental health, I feel like it's gonna... Oh, your mental health will be in shambles, but you'll be skinny AF. That first week, you could probably get yourself through it. All right, million dollars, blah, blah, blah. Week three it's of tough. eating yeah. wet cat food? I'll yeah. do it for way less than a million. Okay, Virginia, I... It's between you and one other person. First person to accept the offer gets it. It's $100,000 a month to eat nothing but cat food. Two months is what you can make. You make $200,000 in two months. Yeah, I ride that pony. I think I would, too. Bring it on. Let's go. That's a lot of money. $200,000 you make in two months just eating nothing. I'll eat cat turds for that. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) That's stepping it up. You can't skip a day. You have to eat the cat food because if you skip meals and stuff, you're beating. You're not respecting the game. you got to eat like you would normally eat to get the money. Minimum of a can a day. Yeah. A can a day? Yeah. Minimum of a can a day. I don't think it should be for that kind of money. I think it should be two cans, but that's just me. That's respecting the game. She's gonna try to get out by not eating. By not eating. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm gonna try to eat as little as possible. And you, you would come out so thin, just, Virginia. I'd be thinking about the cash the whole time. Yeah. That's why you gotta have two cans a day. I don't want two cans a day. That's a lot. <laughs> that's, Kevin said one. Stop right. trying to change Kevin's game. I disagree with the great odds on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, two cans a day of fancy feast is rough. That's how you earn that money. Okay, how much would it take for you to get kicked in the chest by a horse? <gasps> oh, I mean, pretty much been there. <laughs> he already did it for nothing. Yeah, I mean... Give me two hundred thousand dollars. Would you do it? Yes, two hundred thousand dollars. Get kicked in the yes. Ten thousand dollars. Yes. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yes, I would. Virginia, where do you go with this? Because keep in mind, you know that whole thing, the Demar Hamlin thing. You get hit the wrong time, man. Lights out, baby. Yeah. That's, that's anything in life. No, this is when you get uh, hard contact to the chest. Yeah, I'm you can saying, throw off your heart uh, rhythm. 
I mean, I, I, I would imagine a <laughs> kick to the chest by a horse could have the potential to do that. I was playing beach football with Rocco yesterday. I took a football to the chest, and I was like, oh, this oh. is terrible. Oh, God. Oh. It would There's hurt no so way bad. I could take I'm, a horse hoof. I'm 100,000. 100,000. I'd do it. Virginia, would you do it for 100000 Uh No. I think I'm going to have to go 250 at least. Wow, we're Whoa. also different this week with, with our prices. All over the place, right? Yeah, that's going to be... I mean, it could break my ribs or my chest bone. or I think, my. I'm going to pop an implant, that's for sure. I, I promise I'll let it go after this. You both are underestimating the cat food. That's all I'm saying. Underestimating how terrible it would be. Okay. Well, maybe we need to bring it back for a punishment next week. Cat weekend. food over horse kick all day. You're insane. How much would it take for you to walk backwards everywhere you go for three months? <laughs> you cannot walk forward. No matter where you're going. If you do, if you take one step forward, however much time you put in, it's just gone. You could get to the last day, and you have to walk backwards to accept the money, and you take a step forward, it's gone. <laughs> you would mentally be exhausted. That would break you, wouldn't it? It'd if you here. if you had done that, and like, oh, here's your money. You're like, oh, cool, and you forget. Come you take get a your step check. Forward. <laughs> You got to pay for that one. Your life is so inconvenienced. If you if you had to do that, think about how how hard that would be in your life. I would if it were if it was me or another person, and they said one of you two gets to take it. I'm going to offer you twenty five thousand dollars a month to do nothing but walk backwards everywhere you go. I think I would take it. I'd take it too. Twenty five thousand a month. I'd so take I it. would walk away after three months with seventy five thousand dollars. That's a good price. Yeah, that's a great price. Okay, so you'd, you'd all accept. Definitely. All right. You'd have to really change up your footwear. You know, flip-flops might not be your friend. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. You're right. Walking backwards in sandals and flip-flops is very difficult. <laughs> you're going to trip you so many momentum. times. I don't know. 75 might be too little now that I think about it. It's too late, though. I already made the deal. You did. You're already in. How much would it take for you to never travel farther than five miles from your home for one year? Five miles for one year. I couldn't come to work. I couldn't come to work either. I could. I'm within five. Well, finally, now it's the K show. Finally, he gets rid of us. Yeah, that's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> we could do it on that awesome Zoom thing we did before. We all talk over each other every three seconds. Oh, uh-huh. well, we have zero chemistry and zero fun. Yeah, let's do it. Five miles, one year. You threw out $100,000, I'd start thinking about it. I think I'd probably be in for that. In fact, I would probably start thinking about it about 50000 because honestly, <laughs> I look at my life now, I don't really travel much further than five. Well, I do, but I could, I could make it happen. I've got everything I need within five miles. I think South Florida is set up that way. I think most you could us- get the people in your family to cover the other bases, yeah. and you could be like, sorry, I can't go there. If it wasn't for work, I could easily do it, because you're right. Everything I need's right down the street from me. I think I'm, mo- I'm many people content. do this. Yeah, I wonder if 50K would be enough for most people to not ever... And if you travel 5.1 miles, you lose the money. You could be... 11 and a half months in. And you instantly get punched in the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> By a horse. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm 50K. How much for you, Virginia? Well, getting to work aside, I mean, I, I would not be able to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I would have to move somewhere over here by the radio station. If you would do it, or you just have to dial into work every day. That'd be how I'd have to work for you. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. It'd have to be a me. lot more than 50. 100K, you're doing it? 
I think it had to be more than that. Wow. Okay. She's a tough one. How about you, well, Bird? You because, taking it? Well, you're changing her livelihood. She has to, she's talking about moving from DeQuest to buying a house. So she's really going she full is. gorilla with this. So you're going to yeah. have to pay for that. It's mm-hmm. a lot. You're going to have to okay. really pay for her LeBron James type talents to come, <laughs> to come know, down right? from DeQuest to. Can I move in with you and the Queen? <laughs> sure. Why not? All right. So we got plenty of room, not really. <laughs> I think it's going to be 500000 how much? Five hundred. Five hundred thousand. If if you gotta move, if I gotta sell my house, oh, buy a new that. house. Yeah, you guys are too. You guys are too much. <laughs> and just like that, Ralston got rid of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too much. It's KBJ.